That's well podcast. He's 14 feet and 3 inches of bacon strips and earlobes. They keep welcome on Rinsed Corn. I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm just thinking about having won the world title and, and hopefully trying to win another one someday. You just drop in and just smack the quarterback. Drop down. Say bah. Well, I'll tell you, Stu, I did battle with some humongous waves. Oh, that's the table thing? Oh, surf looks good, Not bad. Ain't that swell with Jed and Vaughn. Oh, those guys are back! Oh, fuck, Anthony's tough. Yes, folks, welcome to Nara de Janeiro. I'm your host, the two-time Gold Cone Peace Award-winning surf journalist, Scum Valley's finest himself, the punch-drunk pikey, the sultan of psilocybin, the maestro of micro-dosing, Smithy! Let's hear it now, everybody, Smithy's in the house! And I'm joined here by my loyal friend and co-host, frontman of the Goons of Doom, former editor of Surfing World magazine, Tracks magazine, Waves magazine, Vaughn, Rinsed Corn, Deadly! Back where it all began, Smithy. Back where it all began, mate. Indeed, back where that unrequited, unsolicited love between Alfie and your mother Mary resulted in you. That's right. I was, uh... I'm actually like Narrabeen, born and bred. I, uh, my first house was in Collaroy, actually, but Simon Anderson's from Collaroy, so fucking, there you go. Uh, so is Nat Young. Uh, but yeah, mate, I uh, spent a lot of time here, basically till I was about eight years old before I moved up to Byron. Then I came back here, lived in Narrabeen again when I was working on mags and whatnot. And um, sick place, sick place to grow up, uh, sick place to go surfing, got heaps of good mates here. Funnily enough, when I moved up to Avalon 
no Narrabeen can't would ever talk to me again. Mm. Quite, uh, quite provincial, aren't they, out this way? Just a stain. I was just a stain. I'd paddle out and they just didn't even see me. I was invisible. Nah, it's nasty business. Yeah, it was. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, my memories of this place, I actually feel like I kind of witnessed, if not the beginning of the Brazilian storm, a very pivotal moment in it. Uh, it was back in, I think, 2009. There was a, a World Junior Championships just out the front here. And uh, it all kind of boiled down to this round two heat between Judson Andre and Gabriel Medina. Uh, Medina was about 15 at the time. Jaddy was a few years older. And they happened to be traveling together. And uh, so they go into this round two heat. And, mate, they are fucking, like, tearing strips off each other. I'm talking intensity off the Richter, Richter scale, just paddling all over each other. And uh, Judson actually got up. He uh, got the boil over victory. And they came back to shore and emotions were really running high. And I'll never forget it, man. This was this, one of the sickest things I've ever seen in my career. Charlie uh, Soldana, uh, Gabby's dad, stepdad, he was their chaperone. And he just pulled them both into this hug on the shore in ankle deep water. And they just fucking hugged it out, man. They, there was tears. They were just hugging it out. And they just left it all there on the shore. And then just went back to, you know, competing as per usual. And Jadson, as it turns out, went all the way to the final, came runner-up to Maxime Houston-O, the Reunion Island surfer. And even that was just fraught with emotion. I remember he, uh, he came, came runner-up, came second place, and uh, just kind of split from the beach, ran up the beach, uh, you know, went behind the toilet block at Narrabeen and was, you know, just letting all the emotion pour out of him in tears. And I just saw, man, the amount of passion and the, just what these guys were bringing to surfing at the time was just so remarkable to me. So much grit. You know, these guys were surfing, uh, you know, not just f to better their family's future, but, you know, their family's family's future. Uh, and I just thought, man, as a journalist, fuck, I'm going to be on the pointy end of this. Like, I'm going to match what these guys are bringing to surf, and I'm going to be there every step of the way with them. Um, you know, as a battler myself, uh, you know, I think battlers recognise battlerism in other battlers. And, uh, you know, I just was, like, so inspired by these guys, man. They're coming from poverty uh, in Brazil, and they're just fucking... I mean, it's undeniable, that level of passion and motivation, that responsibility to, you know, better not just your own life but your family's life. It's undeniable. It won't be stopped. Um, so, yeah, fucking absolutely honoured to have uh, Jaddy on the program today. Give it up for fucking Jad Sinantre, mate. He is the absolute spirit animal of Brazilian surfing. He's on the top of the totem. There's a Jadson head on top of all the other creatures. Ah, uh, man. And yeah, Idolo, man. Idolo, I, I, I come across again. You know, I was like, I watched him uh, coming through. I was like, fuck, I heard the footsteps coming. And uh, I caught up with him eventually in Margaret River. Uh, he was fresh off a third place in Bells Beach. And I ended up going deep into that contest too in Margs. Uh, I got a third there. And I'll tell you, man, there was just, like, you couldn't have met a kinder, shyer, more humble person than the Idolo Ferreira I met in Margaret River back in, uh, I want to say, 2015. Um, yeah, it was just such a, I don't know, he, he hadn't quite yet uh, found his feet on tour and I don't know if he'd really found his feet in life yet, you know, he was still making his way, um, a, a kid, the son of a, a fisherman back there in Baia Formosa, um, you know, basically, you know, learned to surf on the, the lid, uh, the esky lid of his father's fisherman, fishing box container and, uh, yeah, man, he, to, to see him reach full bloom in the fashion that he has and, and be the world champ and just fucking representing battlers from Baia Formosa, battlers from Brazil, battlers from fucking Australia, man. When a battler wins, we all fucking win. Hamad! <laughs> well said. Let's get him up here. Who wants to fucking hear from the world champ? It's 
time! Fighting out of Baia Formosa, Brazil! The son of a humble fisherman, this surfing super freak won his first contest two months after riding his first wave. A high-flying, over-rotating, carving, Jupicolor Kingpin Hellman of the highest order. He's your reigning world champion and looking red hot for a second. Please welcome to the stage the King of Fizz, Italo the On your feet now, Bean, on your feet. Let's hear Shit, that was good. Oh. oh, there's some cars. Oh, that better be rinsed. Oh, mate. Wow, a lot of energy, huh? Hello, mate. Good job. I don't know how, how to dance that. <laughs> Welcome to Ain't That Swell. Thank you. <laughs> mate, uh, where do we start? Let's just start with... You're sweating bullets, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, you're sweating corn mate. kernels. We did two shows last night and the night before. I'm rooted. Hey, um, mate, let's just start with today. Uh, a big heat with Mick Fanning. It, you surfed his last ever heat uh, at Bells Beach. It was a famous one. You got the win. How was it paddling back out against Mick today? Wow, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous right now than a, than a hit. Oh, man. <laughs> Every single but one of these people fucking loves you. <laughs> so you got nothing to fear, brother. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I knew that was a good challenge, you know. And uh, I was so um, focused on my surf. And that's why I let him in on the outside and try to get the closeouts <laughs> and try to do some merits and make the heat like quickly. And um, yeah, but we had a good um, heat, you know, and um, the heat against him in, at Bells, that was a special one. And today it was just a warm up. <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's a legend. Yeah, I grew up watching him like, fuck, every single time, like surfing and try to Copy him like on in turns, but it's, it's, I think it's not happening. But yeah, <laughs> maybe I'm I'm fast like him, but yeah. Well, yeah, man, fast or right? <laughs> hey, uh, I just want to talk to you about the energy on the beach today because I haven't sit, Sydney hasn't had pro surfing for a fair while, not at this level, the elite level, and it was pumping down there, man. How did you find that? Did did it, was it similar to sort of what you've experienced at home? Oh yeah, for sure. I was kind of in Brazil, and um, yeah, it's nice to to see all the people on the beach, you know. And especially on the morning, yeah, um, like five something, yeah. and I always paddle there with Matt and the other boys. And I had a experience to surf with Tom Carroll today, and we spent some time 
at the water and we hang catch a couple waves and i saw all the guys on the beach like early uh, it's so cold in the morning yeah. and um yeah and today um before the heat it was so special i was on the sand and all the people screaming my name i was like special for sure and it's nice to see all the people you know special because we live in all this moment on the world you know it's so hard to everyone and i'm so glad to be here and see all the guys in this room you know it's it's different it's a real life <laughs> <laughs> oh man, hey, uh, Italo, man, give us a bit of an insight into your headspace at the moment because I've I've been watching you at Merriweather, I've been watching you here. Like you're on another level, but you're also, you know, you're singing, you're dancing when you rock up to heats, you're skateboarding to your heats, you know, you're riding stuff on your shoes. Like man, you're like you're feeling it right now. Like uh, give us an insight into the the mental space that you're in. Fuck, I think I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Crazy like a fox. Sometimes, yeah, I'm in the room, like, singing by myself, you know, like, ah, and the heat, too, and, but I don't know, um, I, I have a tattoo here, they say, um, I'm not crazy, I'm creative, just be myself, so, yeah, yeah. and, and, uh, and Newcastle was special for me, especially because we came out of the quarantine, like, 14 days, that was, like, a challenge for me, and, fuck, that was so bad, <laughs> <laughs> and, I was trying to surf every single day, you know, and I had, fuck, 28 boards to try. And that was a long week before I started comp, but everything was okay on a contest. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just tried to um, enjoy every moment, you know, because I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I'm just leaving. Did it take you a while to really find yourself on the tour? Like, you know, I mentioned in my kind of pre-game rant <laughs> that uh, I met you a few years ago in Margaret River and you, you were like a, a, such a shy and humble and kind person. Uh, but I look at you now and you're just like so full of personality. You're like proud of who you are. You're, you're not afraid anymore. Like, did it f- take you some time to be comfortable in your own skin and really like uh, figure out who you are? I think that was happening after the world title, for sure. I'm more, like, relaxed. So, on the first world title, was, like, pressure, you know, all these things. And uh, right now, I think I just enjoy myself. And I knew I can do again and again. So, that's why I'm training every single day and put myself on there, you know, and try to get the best performance every single morning or, or heat or contest, you know. And, um, yeah, it has been different, for sure. I think you're the funnest world champion ever. I, I, I can't. <laughs> He's the battler prince. Like, He's the king of the battlers, man. The last time, the last time we had a really fun world champ was, I think it was 2007 when Mick Fanning won, and he just turned into Eugene for about three years. <laughs> and uh, you know, he, he he we had a world champ who didn't sort of let the title. Uh, the responsibility of it sort of didn't change his character. It actually fueled him to be more, like Jed said, more of himself. Um, is it fair to say that being a world champion, like how has it changed you, do you think? Do you, has it had a positive effect on your life other than the fact of just winning and reaching that lifetime goal? Is it something that's actually changed you as a person? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I just have more fans around the world. <laughs> and this is nice, but I think I'm still the same people, the same kid, you know, still dreaming and um yeah just enjoy the life mm. i think it's still the same just 
I have a, a big trough at my table right now. <laughs> <laughs> and what about the way it's changed your, your family's life and your friend's life? You know, back in Baya Formosa, you know, you come from a very humble background, you know, uh, the son of a fisherman, uh, you know, very difficult, not much money when you were a child. Uh, and now, uh, like, imagine that you've been able to buy your, your parents a house and I, I watch your YouTube channel. You, every time you go surfing in Brazil, you're surrounded by your, your tight friends from the neighborhood. Uh, you know, how has it changed the fortunes of not just your life, but all of your community? Yeah, for sure. I think this is special for me, you know, um, change my family's life and all the friends around me, you know, and some guys... Uh, need help too and I can I can put my um how can I say like I can't help anything yeah, like, energy uh, food yeah. money whatever it is yeah so this is make me more motivated to keep going you know and inspire some people around the world not not around the world but especially in my city because they they don't have like much you know and this is special for me yeah yeah man take us back to your childhood in Biafamosa, like talk us through the journey from uh, being, you know, this kid, like just explain to us what your homeland is like. I understand Brazil has a lot of poverty, uh, you know, crime, some like it's a hard place at times. Uh, talk us through the journey from where you began to, to becoming a professional surfer. Well, it's a long history, but... Man, we got a long time. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, um, I think... Everything's happened in my life it was special, you know, special when I was young and I had a couple friends to surf and I didn't have a board, you know, and I started surfing with the cooler and that was that was make me more um excited, you know, to keep going and when I had my first surfboard um I was in love with that and that win my first event when I was uh, 11, I think. Yeah, you, you started surfing. You got your first surfboard and then you won your first contest two months after getting your first surfboard, right? Uh, I think a little bit more uh, yeah. for something, but because... What's <laughs> 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 uh, happened on a, on a QS when I... 2014, I competed only um, four... I think for QS, and then I, I had all the points and qualifying for the CT, and that was crazy. Yeah. I think everything in my life, that was like quick. <laughs> but yeah, there was a lot of um, work behind and, and, and love, you know, that's why the things happen, yeah. Mental. And back in your hometown, when you were just starting surfing, like how much of the day, like how many hours a day were you spending in the water? Fuck, a lot. Yeah, but right now I just do a like quick session, like four on day, like some training on the gym and but because I think before I was like surfing for hours and I think and that moment doesn't work anymore. So I'm trying to surf forty five minutes but fuck, catch a lot of wave and trying to make the difference, you know, against whatever is on the water, you know? And and this is working on a heat, you know, so like catch a lot of wave. And we did a challenge in Brazil and they gave me one hour to catch many waves that I can. And you guys can imagine how many waves I can <laughs> I can gather in one hour. Like in one hour. Sixty? 
Well, a good guy. Fuck. Yeah, 60 wave in one hour. Wow. And every single, yeah, and every single wave I did one turn or air and or more maneuvers on a wave. Wow. That was crazy, yeah. And uh, how many waves did everyone else in the lineup catch during that hour? I was by myself. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that was 62, but the two was, I f fell off. Uh, man, I'm interested too, we're talking, uh, one of the things Judson said about you, one of the things Judson respects the most about you, because you and Judson, you're, you're from the same part of Brazil, yeah? Like up in the north, uh -huh. uh, Rio Grande do Norte is the place, the state? Uh, Ponta Negra? Yeah. Where okay. he's from. He's close. <laughs> it's a shitty wave, but I like it. It's fun to do airs, yeah. Yeah. One of the things he said uh, about you, man, that he respects about you the most is that, you know, you are just like, you care so much about your community and your family. And uh, I saw that one of the things you've done since winning a world title, you've built this fucking like institute for like uh, poor young people in your area. Can you tell us a bit about this project? Yeah, this project come this year and I'm so glad to be a part of this and help the kids at my city and had me and Jetty to inspire all these kids around, you know, at Northeast Brazil. And this is one of my dreams when I was young. And um, yeah, it's happened. So uh, thanks, God. Speak of the, speak of the man, the legend. Uh, let's get him up here, eh? And now! Fighting out of Natal City, Brazil! This aerial innovator is the beating heart of Brazilian surfing! The top of the totem pole! The spirit animal at the core of the Brazilian storm! A battler boss man with more grit than a mouthful of broken teeth! Please welcome to the stage, Jetson, the giant killer, Andre! Welcome, Jaddy, to, uh, yeah, Nara de Janeiro, my friend. Uh, Hello. There you go. Well, um, I don't think you need me at all, dude. You're doing pretty good. Help me. I think that's the only reason why I'm here, to give him some help, but he doesn't need any help, so I think we, we're ready to go, Ace. Uh, Jaddy, congratulations on the win today. Thanks. Yeah. That was sick. Yeah, was good. Yeah. Sick, mate. Um, how are you? <laughs> oh, man, we might have to get you two to have a claim off a little bit later. Let's see how we go. But, mate, um, what's it like for you to be back here at Narrabeen? Feels pretty good, yeah. Thanks, Kira and his family, of course, all the local boys. They've been treating oh. me so well. And by the way, Mexicano sponsored the dancers. They brought all <laughs> the crew out. Big shout out to Mexicano. We got some hats. Thanks for looking after the crew. Unbelievable. And a big thanks to Billabong as well, who have been a major supporter of these shows. Sorry, Jaddy, go for There's it. There's a lot of beautiful girls on Mexicano, huh? <laughs> Fuck. I can't say anything. <laughs> 
Mate, you would have been coming to uh, Narrabeen since you were a grommet. Uh, Jed told the story about a, a really good heat you had with Gabby here years ago as a, a junior. Um, yeah, what's what do you think of this place and, and what were your thoughts when you very first came here? Yeah, um, last time I've been here was in 2009, like 20, 11 years ago. I mean, I was here 2008 and 2009. That was the only two times that I've been here for the juniors thing. I got second twice. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, man. I understand now why that second runner-up hurt so bad, man. Remember I was crying for hours. Yeah, man. Oh, it was, it was emotional for everyone to watch, man. Like, we, you could see how much you were putting into it, how hard you were pushing. Uh, and even, like, without knowing your story at that point, you could see, like, that there was something else driving you and, and pushing you to achieve. It was, uh, yeah, it was inspiring to watch, man. Yeah, I mean... Um, 2008, Kai, the Hawaiian, Hawaiian guy, Kai Barry, he definitely beat me in the final. I remember I only had one wave, a nine-point right. I only need a five, and I never caught a wave. So, okay, that's fine. Next year, I'll be back, and I'm going to win this shit. <laughs> so, uh, but 2009, I definitely should have won the contest, you know. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. Uh, that, I, I won that against hit, who? I won that fine. Against who? Maxine. Maxine. I love Maxine, but I Another won that Another good thing, you're on the CT, <laughs> and the guy's like, Probably at home right now. Yeah. So, it's true, man. I lost to Vasco Ribeiro. The guys in Portugal I had second two. But I'm the world two guy. So I'm the world champion. <laughs> and he's maybe... It's true. Sorry, bro. That's why it's he's the true. champ. That's why he's the champ. He doesn't give a shit. He just said whatever he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, one thing I remember about that event too, you were traveling with uh, Gabriel and his father, Charlie, remember, in 2009? Yeah, I think that's the first time ever that Gabriel is now traveling with his dad. So <laughs> they, he always been traveling with his dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is, uh, he, <laughs> <laughs> is he... Um, uh, he's obviously not travelling now with his dad. Have you guys noticed much of a change in his demeanour, like around the event, or is he still just? Oh, he's still, I mean, he's he's still all right. I think he got even better. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, like he just married. So when you married, I think you change. You know, <laughs> right, Kira? <laughs> Hey, uh, I'm really interested to know too. I mean, you guys are from a similar part of Brazil. Uh, yeah, take us back to your early life, man. Like, uh, I understand, like, your parents had you really young and you were originally you wanted to be a professional soccer player, but you, you fell in love with surfing. You know, tell us about the journey from uh, your hometown to the world tour. Uh, well, what can I say? Pretty much, like, everything that Idolo said will happen to me, like, the only difference is he's world champion. <laughs> but uh, we, we lived together the same place when we moved to Sao Paulo to his place. That's my brother right there. So, <laughs> so um, <laughs> when I was 14, I went to Sao Paulo. Uh, back there, I used to have sponsored by, by Oakley, same sponsor as it before. So we pretty much followed the same program. We went to Sao Paulo to, like, to surf better ways, as he said. Our place is pretty bad. That is like, <laughs> it's, I mean, bad. So we, we had to go to Sao Paulo to, to surf better waves and improve. Like, 
So, yeah, I had to leave my family when I was 13, 12, and since then I've been taking care of myself, you know, doing everything by myself, and yeah, that's that's, that's it. <laughs> How difficult was it, like, leaving the people that you loved, your, your mother and father and, and brothers and sisters, leaving them behind? Like, did you miss them? I mean, it's so young, man, to be dealing with that kind of heavy emotion, uh, and that's something you might be able to talk about as well, Italo. Yeah, it's so hard for sure, and I had I'm so glad to have some guys can help me, Marcos and Mokoto, um, Bushesha and the other guys they travel with me right now, and they help me a lot. But I miss it, all my family for sure, and it's so like hard to um, see all the the other athletes on them. WSL group say, ah, I don't want to travel to Brazil because I can't come with my family. But fuck, I ha we have a family too. We leave the family in Brazil to compete in Australia, you know. It's hard. Mm. You know, like two months without my family, my dad, you know. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So I, lo I lost my grandmother before have um, a world title, you know. So, And sometimes the people talking like, but they don't imagine, you know, how hard it is, mm. you know. So fuck. Hey, just pack your bag. And go Pack and your win. fucking bag. Fuck. Pack your fucking bag, right? <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I understand, uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> I understand a big part of your life, Idolo, uh, uh, and I assume Judson uh, is, is God, you know. Uh, uh, I'm also from a Catholic family. Um, you know, when you won your world title, the very first thing that came out of your mouth was you were thanking God. Uh, I'm interested to know, you know, like, what are the teachings, man? Like, what are the, what aspect of the religion speaks to you? And, and how have you, how has your life been informed by uh, religion and, and Christ? Uh, yeah, I think God is everything for me. And I think he's gave me all this energy to, like, keep going and show other people what he's, 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 you know, like, he's still living and, and, He's um he's on my life too, you know, because um in 2019 I was number six in the world and after Europe everything changed. So that's the example of how God's works, you know, and put light on his on my life, you know, or your life too, and if you believe, you know, so it's kinda come from the heart, you know. And uh, Jaddy, like, you qualified to the World Tour. You, you know, you were, like, on the pointy end of the Brazilian storm, man. People forget that. Like, you know, there was D'Souza was on tour, but then it was you, and, and, and you absorbed a lot of, uh, like, I don't know what you call it, punishment on the, you know, neg negativity coming from the comment boards, from the media. Uh, I mean, how difficult was that for you to go through at that age? I think that was back in, like, 2010, maybe? And, and Idolo as well, like, what was it like to see Jadson, you know, just fucking taking one for the team, man? You know what I mean? Like, just uh, <laughs> flying the flag for Brazil, one of the lone soldiers out there just getting shredded by machine gun fire. Yeah, like, um, one thing which is funny that, um, of course, they do just a bit better, but uh, what they've been doing right now and get eight and nine, I used to be 
I used to be doing that 10 years ago and getting five and six, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> that's true, that's yeah. That's so true, man. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true, yeah. Because when you came on tour, you were doing like these, like air reverses that were like super corked rotation, like crazy axis, like, uh, and I think, you know, even speaking to like Dion Agus and these guys, like when they're on the WQS, like the aerials were not getting scored for a, a long time. And I think you were a little bit of a victim of that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a no you know what I mean? So um, I was like, at the end of the day, it was a good thing because it forced me to work in another part of my surf, which is, today I would say my backhand, my strength today, and which is still doing as like before, you know? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there is nothing to, to complain about it. And uh, so we should speak just a better English to really explain how I feel about all that. But, um, Believe me, I feel so proud and happy to see what Italy has been doing, what Gabriel, Philippe, they like make me way more energized to be to be doing this tour, be on this tour for 11 years, so almost half of my life. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a great journey and um, he's doing great. <laughs> And what was it like for you, Idolo, watching Jadson? Uh, you know, is he like the big brother of Brazilian surfing for all of you guys coming up? Yeah, um, it was so special having him by my side in the first year on two, and he helped me a lot. But the bad thing, we competed together four, time. four times. <laughs> and he beat me four times straight. <laughs> and we was on the same room with the same car. And that was so hey, bad. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I was so like, fuck, no, no, no. sorry, buddy. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> He's like, he definitely beat me four times in a row. And I never changed. Like, well done, let's go, fine. The next com the contest that I beat That's him, PG, he, right? <laughs> he never talked to me for a week. <laughs> and that was a fucking QS. <laughs> so again, that's why she's world champion. <laughs> One yeah, of the one it's of the true. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're best friends. <laughs> Man, one of the craziest things about uh, the day you won the world title or the event you won the world title in at the Pipe Masters uh, is how many Brazilians you came up against in that draw, including you, Jaddy. Like, round number one uh, or two, was it was you, three even. Um, <laughs> and then you had Yago, uh, and then obviously Medina. Like, what's it like coming up against so many of your countrymen, so many Brazilians in such a high-pressure scenario? Yeah, that was a special event for sure, because for sure that was my first world title, but everything works on that day, you know. I had a hit against um, Yago, and that was one of the good hits. And after that, I beat Kelly, and... That hit me. Fucking me. smashed Kelly, dude. It was heavy. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Shane say, don't talk to Kelly on the water. And, he, and he's coming and say, oh, I hit the reef. And I was like, just looking straight. <laughs> like, get out. <laughs> and, but yeah, that was a special one. So that, that hit made me more confident to next one. And in that moment, I was like, like, like high level and that was special because we had a lot of Brazilian on the beach too, gave me a support 
um, James, uh, Johnny Boy Gomes, all the local guys in Hawaii. So that was a really special event for sure. Wow, man. Yeah, I was just going to say um, in that final, you know, that opening exchange, the one with uh, you and Gabby, it's, it's, it's really what spun everything. He won the title right there. Yeah, it was, it was – did you know what was happening? Did you know you were going to get underneath him before you even paddled out? I think I played his game. That's why, yeah. But I don't know. It's hard to say. You know, I was so hungry for that first world title, you know, because I saw him uh, win the world title in my first year and two years after, and I had a chance to – got that trophy you know and that was my dream and yeah i put everything on that did, did you know that when you got that wave you had him because there's a point in that final and we, i've never ever seen gabriel crack ever but there was a point where strider said he was paddling back out after he, he got really licked on a really good left and he was paddling out with I tears was, in I his eyes i was looking for the left but when i saw like a big wall yeah. i dropped in like straight and looking on the right i was oh go let's go to the right so that was not, not like my ghost goal to the right, but in that moment I was like, dropped that wave and I saw like I was straight and then, oh, right. So, but that was a good one and make the difference and the end of the hit. Could you sense that Gabe was cracking in that final at all? I don't know. What is that crack? Oh, oh sorry, yeah. Okay. What I mean? Ah, uh, <laughs> well, that he was like, he was emotionally starting to. Like fall an apart. E yeah, like an egg. You know, like an egg, and then it falls and it cracks. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just that Gabriel is so famous for being so icy. I you know, think he was so confident that too. But, but yeah. yeah, that was my time. Yeah, big time, big time. Yeah. It was your time, all right, man. I mean, you really did just grab that world title and just rip it towards you and, and just walked up the beach, like, like screaming with every little bit of you knowing that you'd wrestled it. It was a fight to the, to the end. One of the best. One of the best world titles we've ever seen. You know, the last heat. Amazing. That was man. crazy. Yeah. And, and what um, Sorry. And uh, after the wave pool, I think no, nobody, like, even thought about Italy was going to win the title after the wave pool event, right? And then he's like, tell them what you did when you see um, a thing. I was in France. <laughs> tell I them. came like fuck, two weeks before the contest, start training. And I think the, the, the other guys was in the uh, U.S. And, uh, and uh, I was saw um, a video, the, the, the guys in Brazil, the, the news, they talking about um, Felipe and Gabriel. And after the video, I was like so nervous, and I had my phone in. And come on, come on. He threw his he, he, he broke his, his phone when he saw Gabriel and like on the new paper. And I like say, I'm gonna <laughs> win that thing, no matter what. And then yeah, yeah I made final in France, win Portugal, and win five. So <laughs> that was good. But the the, the crazy thing about this, there was some. Um, uh, I remember in uh, France when I was in a, uh, um, in a comp with Jeremy, all the guys, and I had my trophy, and I was at the back of the, the contest, and the guys say, oh, we can, we can do a barbecue tonight. And I say, no, nah, no, nah, I'm going to pack everything. I'm going to Portugal, and I drive it for like nine hours maybe, and Marcos drive the rest. 
and 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 the other day we was in Peniche training because I knew I need to win that contest and I think this is was the difference between those events, yeah. yeah. And how many coffees did you drink on that drive, do you reckon? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck, a lot. Yeah. How many coffees do you drink a day? There's a lot of rumors going around of, about it. Like a bottle of coffee. <laughs> Matt, no, he saw every morning I was with a bottle of coffee <laughs> before surf, yeah. <laughs> and, and what's your relationship like with Gabby? Like, I mean, you guys are from very different parts of Brazil. He's from Mauritius in the south. You're from the north. Uh, but you've been surfing against each other s- since you were children, pretty much. Um, what is your yeah. relationship like with Yeah, uh, we had a, a good memories, you know. We had a good surf trip, so... I went with him um, and to Costa Rica, yeah, right? Costa Rica. and that was a special one. And we competed again, and on those events. And it, he's a good guy, yeah. He's a competitor, you know. So sometimes it's different, but he's he's good, yeah. He's a he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Nah, yeah, my dealings with him, man, absolute legend, you know? Like, just there's such a, again, like, the, my dealings with the Brazilian, like, the top flight Brazilian guys have been nothing but, like, just amazing. Just so respectful, humble, yeah. uh, you know, I can see that there's so much driving you guys. I, I get it. Like, your country, life is hard there, and you're surfing not just for yourself, but for your community and your family. Like, it's life or death, you know? Um, and I see a lot of that in Medina, too, uh, is one of the nicest guys I've dealt with. Uh, when he first came here uh, as an 18-year-old uh, to compete in the Quicksilver Pro, you know, I was like the first Australian journalist to go and uh, get the interview with him, write the story about him, because I was just fascinated. I wanted to know more about Brazil. I wanted to learn about your culture and your country. Um, and, yeah, it's it's been incredible to watch just how hard you guys train and attack it. Like, at that time, Medina's backhand was not at a world tour standard. And and he knew that, you know, that was the first thing he said. I think he got bundled out in round two or round three. Uh, and the very next day, you know, like I, we went to Stradbroke Island, actually. Me, you, Jaddy. Um, Miguel and Miguel. Miguel, Sammy Pupo. Um, Sammy? Yeah, Sammy was like 11. Oh, okay, okay. And we all went there and, and <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> you can't do that. How dare you touch this? Yeah, now the very next day, you know, it was all it was all on show. Like uh, you guys surfed for like five or six hours. It was fucking hot, man. Gold Coast heat, like, and and Medina was just a man possessed. You know, he just had to work. He, he went to work the very next day after he lost. I mean, by the end of the day, Sammy had heat stroke. He was vomiting because of the sun. Uh, and two years later. Uh, Medina was the Quicksilver Pro champion. He beat Joel Parkinson doing like fucking eight, nine backside vert hits in a row, you know, and Parker was getting barreled behind the rock. Um, so it's... It uh, still bothers him to this day, Is Parker. It? He's still losing sleep over that, as we learn. Are you working your way to a compliment or...? Uh, it is what it is. I just <laughs> try and play a straight bat. But no, the compliment is, I mean, like he won the contest two, no, yeah. two years after ba- barely being able to manage a, a backside re-entry. He had one of the best backsides in the world. Like yourself, Chadson, you, when you can turn your weakness into your strength, like that's fucking exceptional. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, but let's get into it, man. First, uh, first CT win in Brazil. Uh, talk us through that. Yeah, um, 2010, right? So, <clears throat> I, do you guys remember that year we had a, a cut in the middle of the year? 
So that's what made me won that contest. I was like, please, Jesus, please don't let me fall <laughs> halfway through. So believe me, that uh, that just motivated me so much. Like I cannot like be out of two and a half year. I need to serve Chopu, you know. So yeah, I was I think eleven back there. I had to beat um Dan Reynolds in the semis. That that was the the hardest hit, not not the fight against Kelly. I knew I was going to smash Kelly in that contest. <laughs> 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 and um, yeah, that was such a special contest. But as you said just before, after uh, after I won that contest, a lot of bad things was going through after that victory that made me like really weak. I was really young. My team never really take care of myself. A lot of pressure from like every single um, like media and everything. So that thing definitely like take my focus away. But um, yeah, still here. We still here, 11 years. Fucking oath, y'all. <laughs> Mad, come on. Yeah, the treatment of you after that event was pretty disgraceful, I thought. You know, like f for a guy who comes from your background, who tried that hard and to win the event, and then Slater had some things to say to you, I remember. What what was uh, what did Slater have to say after that contest? I'm not really sure, but he was going... I think he said something like, um, he's not a good surfer at all. He only knows how to do airs. <laughs> 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 I swear to God. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and, and but I still love him, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's a competitor. Yeah, I guess you don't win uh, eleven world titles without uh, skull fucking the odd grommet uh, from time to time. Uh, but I guess you also uh, you're so young, and you you were reading the the comment boards, right? Like you were reading the negative press. <laughs> um, yeah, what, did, what effect did that have on, on you, just reading the, the negativity, the negative comments, remember? Because in 2010 as well, you were like, this was the beginning of the internet, right? Like the first fucking surf websites, the first comment boards. Like, I remember Andy Irons printed out like three pages of positive comments, but uh, you kind of did the opposite and read all the negative ones. I know. Yeah, as I said, um, <coughs> today those guys, they, way, they are way more prepared. Like their team is such a... What Billabong has been doing for Italy is like amazing. They take such a good care of him, and it makes me really proud because um, I wish I had someone like Marcos and uh, all his team doing what they do for him. Italy only worry about surfing. That's what he does all day. He just worry about surfing, and back there I had pretty much do everything. You know, I still do everything by my own. You know, so um, so. <laughs> but um yeah man I mean I got the inego but uh, I don't know I get emotional when I think about all those things you know I'm a little bit emotional so um no be emotional man let it out it's I'm not gonna cry right now <laughs> but I, um, uh, <laughs> So um, let's send a message from the guys not East. And you guys say, um, Valeu seus arrombados, but wait. Right. Say, wait, wait, wait. So what, what did I have to say? Valeu arrombados. Yeah. Valeu arrombados. Arrombados. Yeah. Valeu so, arrombados. Yeah, go. You ready? 
Valeu, arrombados! Fuck yeah! Mate, are you guys having a good time listening to Jaddy and Italo or what? Fuck, this is such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. Man, I just stopped sweating just then. Mate, you got a bit of corn under your throat. I don't know what happened. I think you, you copped a ricochet of that corn kernel off my head into your jaw. There's some creamed corn. I mean, I hope it's creamed corn. I don't know what else it would be. As long as it's rinsed, mate. I don't want any dirty corn on my fucking shit. <laughs> Just uh, because we're in an RSL, we actually have to stand up face west and give a minute silence at 6 o'clock, which it almost is. So uh, I don't know when it's going to... How much time... Longer is it? Now? All right. So if everyone can just stand up, we have a minute's silence. This for is the, a tradition. For the fallen soldiers in Australia. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. Lest we forget. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and enjoy your evening. How good are Aries? Oh. So good. Can't wait to th throw a few pineapples into the pokies. Do they have any here? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking let's, let's really live this thing up. Um, Mate, yeah, this has been a pleasure. But I was just saying, uh, with these billabong vouchers, we're going to need three volunteers. So if you're up for it, I don't know if you've seen it online, but we, we have a drag race down the middle aisle, but it's called a corn drag race. Boys. You um, sit on this, and you drag it yeah, yeah. down. <laughs> your four no, four hey, uh, Judson's, uh, he's got to go. He's still in the event. Um, yeah, I have, um, can you, how, how can I say that? Yeah, of my brother's daughter, so... I would like to thank you, everyone, to welcome us so well. <laughs> before Jaddy goes, before Jaddy goes, if we can get the house lights up and we'll get Italo and Jaddy down here to get a big photo with the, all the crowd. Is that cool? All right, stand up, everyone. We're going to squeeze in. On the count of three, we're all going to scream out up the fucking swillions as loud as we can, all right? Three, two, one. <laughs> Oh, that was sick. Group shot with the world champ, you're joking. We're actually going to welcome a, another guest to the stage in a minute. Round of applause for Jaddy as he goes, folks. Is Dylan Moffat in the room? Where is he? Let's get him up here. Yeah, brother, round of applause for Narrabeen's finest. You beauty. Deal. 
Welcome to Ain't That Swell, mate. Hi, Vaughn. How are you? Very well. Uh, put that mic right up to your mouth because I think everyone in Hello. here is absolutely stoked for you, man. Congratulations on your efforts in the comp. Yeah, see. Thank you so much. <laughs> like, uh, I heard a great story about how you got told you were going to be in the comp. Something like you were vacuuming the Rip Curl store and Dilma walked up and went, hey, you're in the comp. <laughs> yeah, it was, so, it was so weird. I was like, right before my shift at Rip Curl Narrabeam where I work, I was va- plugging in the vac to get ready to do the day's like vacuuming for the shop. And, he, and he, he, he had the biggest smile on his face <laughs> when I turned around and saw him. I was like, oh, hey, Damien, how you doing? And he's like, yeah, man, I've, I've got some pretty good news for you today. This, this event that we've got coming up, you're going to get a start in it. And then I was like freaking out up on the in the in the shop, and he's like, "All right, sweet, now uh, get back to work." Uh, are you kidding me? I thought it was gonna be that moment where you were just like, "Screw you, screw you, you're cool, I'm out." He let my he let me call my mum. That's something. I bet you anything he asked for thirty cents afterwards as well. It's my time. <laughs> I um. Mate, tell us about the week. Like, uh, you know, once it all settled in that you were going to be surfing in it, did you have, like, all the crew around town going, fuck yeah, deal, come on, mate, you, you got this, brother. Like, was it, did you start to feel it all building? Yeah, 100%. It's out of control. Obviously, like, the last time they had a big event at Narrab, like a CT event, was at Classic, which was, like, in the 90s. So it's been a long, long time since we've had a CT around here. So the whole community has been freaking out for, like, as soon as they figured it out that there was going to be an event here and all the energy, like, you would have seen it on the day. It was, it was out of control. That's really cool to see. Italo, what, yeah, it was so sick. But you're the number one seed or, or thereabouts in every single contest, so you're coming up against unknowns a lot of the time. How do you approach, you know, a heat when you don't know really much about the person you're coming up against? Uh, yeah, it's hard for sure, but... I never um, looking for the other guy, you know. I just thinking about myself, you know, myself. So, what I can do on on thirty minutes or thirty five minutes, you know. So, um, yeah, <laughs> catching fog every single wave and doing Mate. crazy things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I thought seventeen waves in a heat was pretty good, but sixty in an hour—that's like <laughs> that's madness. <laughs> oh, I was just no, go. Oh, I, I didn't really have much to say. Actually. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Ah. Uh, mate, you, you, in your first heat deal, you got through. You avoided the elimination round. Well, you went into the elimination round. Did you? But you got through it. Fucks, Bibby. Sorry, mate. Should have done some research. Uh, just talk about the experience of paddling out against these guys, you know? Like, what, what's, what's going on in your, your system? Are you just nervous as hell or are you just frothing? Like, what's the consistency of your turd, basically? Solid. Solid? Well, that's Feels promising. Solid. Very promising. I was more nervous to come up here and talk in front of all these people. I get nervous in front of crowds, so this is, like, tripping me out right me now than surfing a heat. Having all the support of the local crew on the beach and just paddling out and surfing a heat against, like, Italo and... It's like having all those guys in the water that is freaky. <laughs> but it's really cool to surf a heat and um, have everyone on the beach cheering for you. It's pretty out of control. Mental. If, uh, if you could give some advice uh, to young Moffat here, what would you tell him, Idolo, a kid starting out his career? If you could give him some um, advice or tips. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Believe in yourself. That's it. 
Yeah. And work hard. In terms of self-belief, man, like, I mean, the waves you come from, talk a bit about the waves you come from. Like, it's uh, generally, like, pretty short period, like, uh, kind of, like, not really big big waves. And never. Yet, <laughs> never big waves. This is what trips me out, man, about you. Like, you are the most complete surfer. There is no weakness uh, from pipeline to chopu uh, to, to snapper, like... How did you make the leap from these like kind of pretty mediocre conditions into like being this complete surfer? I came I came from a place that yeah there's no like big waves but always like rippable waves. Um, the the famous one is the right the right one so you can do like six seven eight turns on on the right. Uh, and we have a beach break in the other side. We can do some big airs. I think that's why I'm good on airs. <laughs> but um, I travel a lot to... Uh, <laughs> it's true. You're very good at them. Very, very yeah. good. It is. I travel a lot to um, the island called Fernando de Noronha. So that, that place helped me a lot. So, and, and this place had more waves like around... 10 foot a little bit more sometimes and it's barrel too so this place helped me to surf the other place like pipe tahiti fiji and and yeah i spent some time in this place to to surf and and improve myself and do you think uh growing up in those kind of small periods small wave conditions like you have to develop really fast reflexes don't you so so i guess once the waves the periods do get longer the waves get bigger you kind of just got more time really yeah um and i hate weight you know i'm i'm <laughs> like to go like fast and like catching every single wave that's why i'm it's the same approach at, at my home break you know like catching a lot of waves and having fun and sometimes you need to um wait for the big ones or wait for the good set you know and and yeah it's um it's it's different you know and i think um bioformosa they came that i came from helped me to um to stay hungry you know to learn all those things or to get better or big turns you know who were the, the did you have like hometown heroes like who were you know was there a surf culture where you came from before you started to succeed uh i had chadson he yeah. was yeah he was competing qs when i was like young young mm. <laughs> and yeah i think the local guy the guy's called um chupeta jose junior it's one of the guys surf every single day and he he had a good history on surf and yeah i think those mm. guys it's funny because dylan who's sitting next to you he he's his beach is just so stacked you know like all the way back and i'm just wondering mate like when you're paddling out it's not just you know it's not just about you it's uh, also about nn it's about the board riders club it's about the culture it's about the history it's about the legends who are all wanting to see you do well was that on your shoulders as well yeah i was, I was trying not to think about that too much but it's it's pretty cool having all the history that does come from narrabeen like guys like simon anderson um damien hartman all like very historic people from the club and having them behind you and supporting you in events like this is pretty special and like narrabeen has always been a force on the world tour uh, there's been a little bit of a break, I think, since maybe Laura um, 
went off to a, there hasn't really been someone from Narrabeen, but there's a, a big push coming at the moment. Uh, who do you think is going to be the next? It's the beach is so gnarly. Just like, say you, you mate. Just say you. <laughs> surfing a board riders final is like the most hectic thing you'll ever see. It's like you, Davy Cathals, Geordie Lawler, Cooper Chapman, and stuff, and you're like, holy shit, this is fucking full on. Um, but it's like it's sick though because it pushes you every time you paddle out the lineup. You're surfing with like legends of the sport and ri- up and coming people that are definitely going to do some damage in the future. So it's it definitely pushes you. And we saw, we heard from Italo just then talking about, you know, the, the pipe final with Gabby and, and sort of just getting out there and just having the mindset that he just wanted to win the world title and that was it. What was your energy and experience like in the water with him? Did you, did you talk to him? Was he looking at you? Did he just shine you? Like, what was happening? He's such a nice guy, hey. Like, I'm, I'm probably the same as everyone else. I've only ever watched the webcast and stuff and seen how much of, like, a, like a gnarly competitor he is and all the crazy stuff he does in the water to win. But out of the water, he's such a legend. Like, he came and gave me a big old hug after the heat and was like, congratulations, man. I was like, that's Gabriel Medina. <laughs> I was just vacuuming at the surf store two days ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean... D- being from Narrabeen, like, are a lot of those guys having words to you? Like, you know, your you Simons, uh, yeah, your Dummers, uh, your Chris Davos. Uh, <laughs> are you getting in your ear before an event uh, or during an event? You know, just a couple of whispers of advice here and there or even just a pat on the back. Yeah, there's always little tips coming coming in from from everyone. Like they all want to, they all know the break so well. Everyone's from there, so they want to give their own point of view and little tips and advice and stuff. But you kind of just, um, yeah, take on all the good advice and kind of meld it all into one little happy ball and then just put it out there and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. Hey, listen, it's a real pleasure to have you on the show. Um, we're frothing for you. What a sick experience, mate. Like, really, really stoked. And uh, good luck vacuuming this store tomorrow morning, I think. <laughs> yeah, back, back to regular old life. <laughs> yeah, thanks so much. Cheers, heaps. Round of applause for Dylan Moffat. Uh, yeah, so just before, maybe uh, we're going to get Laura Enever up here as well. And I know you've got to go, Italo, so we'll keep this quick. But we're going to actually open it up, get a few questions from the crowd. And uh, what about a round of applause for Laura Enever? We'll get her up. Where is she? LA. Another wild card from the event. Yeah, Laza. We can do some dancing. She loves to dance. Tonight's next guest is a hell woman of Tulsi Gabbard proportions. Jaws, shipsterns, South Coast slabs, you name it. She's come, she's seen, she's conquered. Nine parts pure maniac and one part beauty. She's got the absolute chronic in caviar and so much surplus egg jam, she's considering putting out a line of conserve for all the cowards out there. Please welcome to the stage, North Narrabeen's finest, the blonde nuclear bombshell, Laura! Why would you ever get me to dance next to them? <laughs> Mate, you, oh, throw a mean, you throw a decent shape, Laura, don't put yourself down like that. Are you gonna sit? I'm gonna walk around and uh, take questions from the Swellians. <laughs> hey guys, uh, hey, I'm just gonna get your computer. And... Oh yeah, don't go looking too deep in there. Holy <laughs> shit! 
It's just uh, a sea of dick pics. Oh, oh mate. Last Google search. Let's yeah, definitely see. don't don't look into the uh, messages oh, geez, of I've my. It. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> don't look in the messages to my wife. Whatever you do. <laughs> Who's got a question for uh, the esteemed panel? We've got up here. We got uh, prizes for anyone who asks. I think. Yep. Billabong caps. There they are. Come on down. We forgot to give her a crown and scepter as the swelling oh, queen. It's... Are you kidding me? I gave it's it to coming. myself. It's all good. All right. Who we got here? Yeah, uh, uh, look, Matt. Great. Matt. Um, look, I just you. want to ask, okay. what, what, what are your biggest hold downs you've ever had and how was it when you're down there? Is that to Laura or to the whole panel? <laughs> yeah, here's the question. Have a hat, mate. So the question is, worst beating. What's your worst wipeout story? I think that's a good one that everyone would love to hear. Should we start with you, Laura, seeing as though? Okay, let's start with you. Um, I'm not really too sure. I haven't surfed that many wa- as many waves, big waves as these guys up here. But I, I had a pretty good one in South Sumatra a couple of years ago. Me and Elliot Parada-Reed got caught on the inside. And when we went down together, we were both, like, hugging each other underwater. <laughs> We were right next to each other and we were trying to push each other away but it just kept bringing us back closer and closer together. So we were like press each other underwater and when we popped up we just like both took the big like <gasps> and looked at each other and we're like, oh my God, that was out of control and then went straight back down for the next one. And When you came up, did you both look at each other and say, let's never talk about this? <laughs> it's the first time the story's ever been told. <laughs> Idolo, what's, uh, what's your best wipeout story, mate? Have you got a... Uh, I had a bad one. At Bells, um, 2019, I think. Yeah, 2018. Yeah, that was that, was, that was crazy one. Um, I remember that was a big closeout, and I tried to do a turn, and then I, I was straight in the barrel, like boom, coming straight on my head, and um, I wasn't on the water for like uh, two waves, and then I was looking for the ski, and they they didn't find me, and I, I was like so close for the the big rock and and I was start to swim into the other beach and uh, you got washed on the bottom. I got my board and get a white water and start to run on um, come on, guys, cut fuck, oh, on a step and one of those guys like I think a local guy say, oh, this ski's coming. I was like on top and run again and jump in the water, jump on the ski. And I, after all these things, like I think it was like almost six or seven minutes on a drama. And I jump in the water and I did a 6.7, my last two even, and win the hit. That's even better. Up. That is so wild. Man, you looked rattled after that. I saw a photo of you sitting like in the area and you needed to really yeah, decompress. Yeah, after that, that moment, I was like so devastating, like so tired and I was like just hanging on. Because uh, one of my favourite memories of you is also in that contest area. Sorry, Smith, but it's after you won Bells and you went into like either a shower or a port and you're just in there just going, boom, 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 just like losing it. <laughs> like a boxy. Yeah, man. Just by myself. What was going on in there exactly? I don't know. Put all the energy out, you know. So <laughs> just me and God and my energy. <laughs> Into the portaloo. <laughs> <laughs> that was a crazy moment, but that was a good memory. Great question. That's Who's what portaloos are for? What's that? That's what portaloos are for. An expulsion of energy. Correct. Oh yeah, <laughs> well played. Hey, uh, we didn't get Laura's uh, worst one. No, oh. no, don't worry. 
No, Laura, I, I can't. Mean, she, she, like the my ultimate whole life is point. like a constant wipeout. It's just like I've got like a highlight reel of wipeouts. It's, I don't know where to start. Come on, you've you got to share one beat down that absolutely oh, flogged you. Um, I like went over the falls at Jaws and blew out my knee immediately. <laughs> I'm like a 20-footer, so that was probably the worst. <laughs> How did you uh, sack up, for lack of a better term, and uh, <laughs> like, throw yourself down the ledge on that thing? Yeah, your obes, that's right. Your egg jam was fucking off the charts on that day. It was wild. <laughs> But, I mean, it's not, they're not really the kinds of waves uh, you're generally surfing. No, well, that case was pretty uh, special because I'd never been out to Jaws. So, I, when you get into the lineup there and you've never been there and you decide to surf a heat there for the first time ever, you don't really know what, like, a big wave is and what, like, a really big wave is and, like, what a massive wave is. And they all just look like telegraph poles. So, um, yeah, I just paddled for this one that I thought was a small one, but it was like a massive one, and yeah, it just went over the falls, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, who we got down here? Hey, Bornos, it's Kano here, mate. Oh, I just wanted to um. Yeah, Kano. Just wanted. I just wanted to ask a question to Italo and all the panels. Nothing about surfing. I just wanted to ask about the groupies in the fanfare. <laughs> and if you don't want to talk about one of your own stories, you can throw one of the other guys under the bus if you like. I want to get uh, Laura's opinion on this. The, the male surf groupie, does he exist? I mean, when I did my last swelling, there was like this one guy in the front row um, and he kept like yelling out the whole entire show and, the, and he was so annoying. And then he... Was that you, Kane? And... <laughs> The best part about it was he kept like yelling at all this shit and then at the end he just was like passed out when I was talking about all my like, like you know, the things that I would talk about in surfing. He's just like, like now I'm cold. All right. And I'm like, thank you, get out. Smivy, we got one last question because Italo has to go. So uh, we got one over here and this will be it for the night. So thank you. Thanks, Vorno. Hey, um... So you guys got here a bit late, but the surf was fucking pumping in North Narra. Like when you got here, but the comp maybe was a little bit late. But I just want to know, tomorrow you wake up, nothing on, right? What wave do you go and surf in the world tomorrow and in what conditions? Like where do you go? What's your favourite wave? Where can you go? Is it four to six? Is it ten foot? What do you do? Go Italy. Uh I'll be on the water tomorrow, early. Me, Matt, and the other local guy. On two, one foot maybe tomorrow? <laughs> I think this is my dream, to Perfect. win the contest, yeah. <laughs> I'll Pristine be tomorrow. Conditions. Man, your record at Pipeline, you're, you're one of the, the great Pipeline surfers in the world right now. Can you talk us through how you got so good out there? Because I understand it, it wasn't easy for you. Bruh, I'm not, I'm not good on that wave. I have Come lucky. on, man. Uh, a good guy at Pipe is James, um, John, and those guys, it's another level, you know. And I just try to um, push in the limit, you know. It has been so hard because it's hard to train in. You know, it's always crowd, it's always busy. But um, being a 
pipe champ is not bad for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this trophy. <laughs> but um it's it's good this type of challenge, you know, and and being there and self with all these guys and learn about um all the wave, about the swells, you know, and about the the, the reef too and Pipe is one of the scariest way I ever surf. Uh, I think Nanazare maybe, but <laughs> it's a, a big challenge always when I was there and surfing. But yeah, I'm getting better in these waves. <laughs> Just catch 60 waves and you'll be yeah. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you get 60 waves in a lifetime at Pipe if you're lucky. I always, mate. I always got like three or four waves in three hours. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. hard. Um, Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's say farewell to Italo Ferrer. Let's send him off with a Mardi Gras. Let's dance, all. Woo! One thing that it's so incredible that these guys come up here and speak their second language in front of all us bogans <laughs> and actually understand what the hell we're saying. It's just the most incredible thing. Fucking Cheers to that. 100%. Cheers for that. It's guys, a massive effort. Massive Do you effort. want your seat back? Can we please get a round of applause for these wonderful dancers and drummers? Unbelievable. Thank you so much, guys. Legends. Righto, guys. Hope you've had a great there you time. Go, corn Lord. Thanks for coming out to Narrabeen. Before we uh, let you go, we're going to try something because we've got the Swellian Queen, Narrabeen's finest, Laura Enova, up here. We actually wrote this song for Pauline Mensah the other night, but it's applicable to Laura, so we'll just change the drives of mean school bus bit to pulls into cones of mortal cone of quince or something. But it's to the tune of uh, God Save the Queen. So if you can all be upstanding. I drive a mean Hyundai. Drive a mean Hyundai. There you go. See how you go, guys. We're going to cue the music, and this is the end of the show. Swellian Queen, Corn Rinsing, Corn Lord Queen, God save our Queen. World Champion. Junior Champ. Drives up me. Hyundai. God save our swelling queen. Thank you. I'd just like to say rest in peace, Prince Philip. Right on, let's get shit-faced and put some pokies! Up the swellings, thanks guys. Let's all have a beer, Sunday Arvo. Come on, Dil. Your shout, can't. I know you got prize money. Are you kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? This guy, are you kidding me? 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 Kidding me? Kidding me? You gotta be kidding me. 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 Oh, you gotta be kidding me. 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 You've got to be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me, right? You gotta be kidding me. What? You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. 
You gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Come on, you gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You kidding me, right? Are you kidding me? You kidding me? You kidding me? Are you kidding me? Kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You fucking kidding me? Are 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 you fucking kidding me? You're fucking kidding me. Are you fucking kidding me?